welcome back to another episode of Evolving Through Experience, where we discuss and grow in every aspect, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and beyond. Um, obviously, y'all know, it's been about two, three weeks, I would say. Uh, first, I want to apologize to the community, to the supporters of Evolving Through Experience. Missed a few few episodes since these last few Fridays, but nonetheless, I'm still evolving. Things, life just been lifing, but like I said, with that being said, that's a prime example to show y'all that I'm still evolving through my experiences as well. Um, no matter what they are, big or small, no matter what spectrum you want to put those on personally, it's just a matter of still evolving. Um, so today, y'all, we have another special guest. All my guests are special. Yes, we have my guy, Carson. Yes, How you sir. feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling good, bro. What about you? Hey, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. So um, obviously, I want you. I want to just go ahead and start before I even go into your questions. Obviously, you're a prime example of evolving through experience. And I want the people to know that. I want the people to know your story mm -hmm. because that's bigger than anything physical. That's a spiritual. That's mental. And those yeah. are the things that people need to know. So um, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Most definitely. What's good, everybody? My name is Carson. Um, a lot of people call me Scars. I'm a 19-year-old clothing brand, custom clothing brand owner, um, founder of Scars Make Stars, where we help people become stronger from their struggles. Initially started the brand back in March. Uh, got laid off from my job on March 1st. Started my brand March 3rd. Had my first job March 31st. And ever since then, it's just been ups and downs, leaps and valleys. But um, I found my purpose. Uh, I found my lane, which is now doing customs for people to tell people's story on how they became a star from their scars and um, have people's stories be the foundation because I've heard that your story is your glory, so I'm glad to be here. Nah, facts, bro. I'm yes, glad sir. to have you here. So with that being said, um, even before we get into the custom clothing, mm -hmm. I want you to go ahead and tell your story. Obviously, we know you told me your story, yeah. but I can't tell your story better than you. And, you know, when I heard it, I was just like, shocked and blown away but yeah. at the same time it was inspiring i think those are going to that same feeling could mm -hmm. be for other people that may have had the same situation you had or even not still just be inspired by it yeah 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 so my story uh it's pretty extreme i actually could have died before turning three um i was in a car accident at the age of two that's why i have the scar that i have right here on the side of my head on my nose on my arm leg chest and shoulder which you can't see because the drip is covering it but um <laughs> at the same time like I like to show people really my scars on videos now, especially through, you know, being in the gym. Like, I like to show people transparently what I not had to go through but grow through. You know, being in, you know, being in two surgeries under the age of eight, like, not really accepting myself, not really understanding why I look different than other people, always having to answer questions about why I look a certain way, mm -hmm. why I don't look like, you know, the masses, right? Like, why I have something that's permanent. You know, you got, you got things like acne, obesity, right? Like, you got certain things that can be removed just by, you know, products or doing, you know, something different. But for me, like, I couldn't remove the scars that I had, so I had to, you know, remove my stigma around them, right? I, I couldn't change my situation, but I could change how I viewed it. So um, ever since then, right, like, just, every, you know, ever since I probably say, like, high school, um, I had the vision of, like, having the scars be the foundation of who I am as a person, you know, came up with the brand name Scars Make Stars probably about four years ago after not really being accepted from my scars, people talking about them, people wanting to make slick jokes and things of that nature. So um, I wanted to turn something into a negative into a positive. Um, four years later, started getting into fitness heavy, started getting around the right people that embraced me for showing my scars um, right. instead of, you know, shaming me for my scars. Ever since then, you know, about February, I started making content about, you know, my brand. And then in March, I officially launched the brand. And August, we started doing custom. So that's probably like the full timeline. Nah, for sure. We about to go even even further into that, bro. And before I even get started, I just want to say shout out Rich and Fit. Obviously, I know that's where you uh, <laughs> be at. So shout out them. Um, before we even get to the gym part and everything working out, 
uh, let's go back to, like you said, the story. So you said before three, so it was like two or whatever. You got in a car accident. Yeah. It was with who? Obviously, I know you you know now, but at the time you wasn't aware. So how did it happen? I know uh-huh. you told me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so man, it's it's crazy. Like, even though I, I'm glad that I, I'm glad that like I have the opportunity to really share the specifics. So, mm-hmm. just from what I've been told, obviously I can't remember when it happened, mm-hmm. but just from what I've been told, I actually believe it was, it was a, it was a, it was an accident where. I think I was maybe standing behind the car that my grandma was driving and she didn't know I was behind the car. Mm-hmm. And because of how young I was, small I was, mm-hmm. like it's not like I could have ran out the way. Like, yeah. I didn't I wasn't didn't aware. know. You know, wasn't aware at the time. So from what I've heard, like that's what I believe happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but truth be told, like I, I'm, you know, just in my tonality, I'm not too like, I don't sound certain just because yeah. like I really haven't asked. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's been something where, mm-hmm. you know, I, I haven't been that, like, I haven't been that intentional about saying, mm-hmm. hey, let me find out about the story. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, me knowing about the story, I felt like it's less important than me growing from the story, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, I might yeah. know about it, but, like, you know, a lot of people, they might know about things, but how do you grow from things, right? right. You yeah. know, growing is practical. Knowing is internal. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather have things that practically can make me better in the world. And that's right. what I focused on, right? Like, mm-hmm. taking the situation and being like, all right, cool, you know, Instead of, like, worrying about the specifics of the story, mm-hmm. you know, why don't I just grow from the story, you know, from what I know from the story. So Okay, now, nah, and I, yeah, I respect yeah. that. I'm glad you said that because I just wanted to know, and yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure somebody else wanted to. So with that being said, I want to ask you this then. So obviously you don't know the exact specs. You just know it's happening. You obviously are growing from yeah. it in a tremendous way, which is always a positive, and that's mm-hmm. what we're here to talk about. So with that, did you ever at some point either or both blame yourself or blame your grandmother because that's a whole nother psychological standpoint too is because at the end of the day you're you're a child so i don't know i, I feel like what what's this to say on that like uh nah i never did just mm-hmm. because I, I never knew what really happened mm-hmm. i i i'm yeah. transparently but yeah. i still don't really know like mm-hmm. the full ins and outs of what happened like mm-hmm. i might actually start to educate myself a little bit more mm-hmm. now that like i tell my story a lot mm-hmm. just having more specifics to bring yeah. to the story that i do tell yeah um so nah i i never really knew what What happened happened. like i i mean you know in a sense i feel like i kind of just felt like you know it's kind of it felt almost like i was just born this way yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's i felt like that was the hardest part to accept it wasn't Mm -hmm. like blaming a person but it was like blaming my situation Mm -hmm. and not really like you know accepting it because my like my whole life you know the memory of everything was just mm-hmm. me having scars yeah so i just thought like this is just how i am how you are yeah. you know i just kind of like accepted that it wasn't Correct. like i had envy or mm-hmm. had anything like, it was just like i just I, I i never knew myself other than than that having scars yeah right? and that's beautiful i'm glad you said it. i think that's beautiful too just so people could see that perspective um, and with that being said, I, I'm glad that you even thought about now or willing to have that conversation. Cause I think I don't know if you agree, but I think that could somewhat be therapeutic. But at the same time, you are already evolving. You already, like you said, you're growing from it. Um, I wonder at some point, or even if this is the case, like your grandmother blames her herself for it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, she does. Um, mm-hmm. So she's actually, uh, you know, God rest her soul, she's not giving anymore. Okay, my condolences. Um, but yeah, it was mm-hmm. a lot of like self blaming, mm-hmm. self guilt. Um, and, and honestly, just kind of to wrap around, just to wrap that around into my situation, mm-hmm. you know, it was, a, it was the re, you know, the self guilt that my grandma had, mm-hmm. um, and also my mom as well. 
you know, me growing into who I've become now, it's actually been hard for my mom to accept because of how traumatic the accident was. You know, it's hard for her to see me, like, just fully accept my scars. Like, she's obviously obviously happy for me that, like, I'm doing it. But at the same time, like, it's hard for her to see a to see something that makes her remember the situation mm-hmm. because Every she can day, remember yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. So for me it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah. I don't remember not having scars. Only thing I remember is not accepting them. Yeah. So me accepting them in and of itself is what I, you know, what I can kind of stand on, but for her, mm-hmm. you know, she's seen literally me without it. Like she's seen the accident, she's seen yeah. me go to the hospital, she's seen mm-hmm. my family members that crowded around me when I was in there. She's seen my surgeries, like the first one, the second one. Like mm-hmm. she's seen all of that. So I feel like just having something that makes mm-hmm. her remember it, it, it actually is hard for her to yeah. accept because, you know, with me being her son, like a lot of times, like yeah. she might feel guilty for something that happened to me, even though it has no, like, you know, mm-hmm. fault with her. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it is. It no, is. That, that's powerful, bro. And it's a it's a few things I even want to take out of that. I, I, I hope, obviously, condolences to your grandmother again. Yeah. I hope that before she left, she forgave herself and knew that you forgive her because obviously you evolved um like you said you never really had no self uh you never blamed yourself so Mm -hmm. i hope she was at a place where she could have gotten to that level of peace and even if she hasn't hopefully now you can let her know that obviously spiritually or whatnot um and then even as a father hearing that i'm glad you said that because i was gonna ask was it like with your mom and your dad or whatever so even with that here and now as a father i could only imagine because my son goes to the hospital for uh, a sinus infection and I'm all scared and stuff so I could honestly just only imagine truth be told how that makes her feel and I hope at some point that she can get to a place where she's at peace and she doesn't have to have that uh, that guilty feeling all the time every time she speak with you or even as you're continuing to blow up with your brand and then showing people like this is really what you are like no filter and just letting them know so with that what could you tell somebody else that's a ch- like that was a child at that age or even a little older now um that's younger than you how could they overcome that from the sense of just letting them know what could they say to their you feel like they could say to their parents to give them some level of comfort what uh what what they can say to their like parents that yeah 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 their parents or yeah their parents yeah uh yeah um yeah yeah so the way the way I can kind of answer that question is like what I would have if I knowing what I know now how mm-hmm. would I've told my parents what I felt back yeah. then mm-hmm. um probably what I have what I've what I would have told them back then is I would have I would have maybe asked or told them like uh, man that's a hard question mm-hmm. um probably just would have asked them like like. Man, that's that's reason why it's so hard to answer is because like as a kid, I feel like it's natural to not accept what makes you different. So mm-hmm. like knowing that it's natural, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that it's natural to not really accept your differences, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's hard to like communicate to a kid like, yo, don't yeah. worry about it, yo, nobody yeah. cares, cause like they don't understand Same that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe what I would have done was like like instead of saying how do I cope with my scars Mm -hmm. how do I look like how do I you know like how do I put myself in the in the position Mm -hmm. where like my scars actually turn into a positive Mm -hmm. so I'll give you an example right um I was reading this book is by Alex Hermosi and he was saying how 
people, you know, let's like let's say like you want to get from floor one of a high rise to like floor nineteen. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be on the top floor. You see the view. You see the uh, the the top floor pool, mm-hmm. right? And this analogy, I'm gonna get. You know, you're gonna get where I'm coming from. No, I got you. Go right. So you go from floor one to floor nineteen, right? On mm-hmm. floor one. You know, you probably like, dang, I can't, w- I can't wait to get to the top four. I can't mm-hmm. wait to get to the top four. In my situation, you know, you could say like, I can't wait for people to stop asking me about my scars. I can't mm-hmm. wait for people to stop asking me. I can't wait for people to, you know, just, uh, I can't wait for this to go away. Right? That's what people want. Like, that's what you want. That's what you crave for. Like in that, in that short term, like you want this, you know, this instant type of gratification. But what I tell people is like, you know, instead of seeking instant gratification, be comfortable with delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. So think about elevators. What did the creative elevators do to make delayed gratification enjoyable? They put mirrors in the elevator. They put certain <laughs> silver lines around the elevator, uh, around the elevator buttons to make it look lavish, right? Because mm-hmm. silver is a, a, a color that represents, you know, um, like it's like it's like a very like uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, it's a very royal color, mm-hmm. right? It defines Rewarded. like royalty, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it gives off, right? Luxury or mm-hmm. luxury, right? Yeah. So they didn't give them instant gratification. They made the delayed gratification enjoyable. So what I would say is ways that I've made, you know, delayed gratification enjoyable is like I haven't asked myself how can I remove my scars? You know, my mom, she for the longest time wanted me to get tattoos like on my scars. Like, mm-hmm. why don't you just get a tattoo? Why don't you just get a tattoo? You know, it's only three hours. You will never see it. It's like, nah, why would I do that? Why don't I just, like, you know, mentally reframe the way that I see my scars, right? Instead of seeing it as I'm a victor, victim, see it as I'm a survivor, mm-hmm. right? So that's mentally reframing how I see my scars. And then physically reframing my appearance, right? Physically reframing could be through fitness, right? Getting stronger. Now, instead of me having a bird chest with a scar on my chest, I can have a swole chest. Now it's like, dang. Yeah. Like, instead of you looking, you know, like a puny with a scar, you look gangster because it's a scar that represents you surviving something, right? It's like, dang, bro, I know that dude, you know, that dude hard. That's what you Mm -hmm. think, right? Because you see me in the gym, right? Like, my image starts to change through physical reframing and mental reframing. Mm -hmm. So what I would tell a kid is like, all right, cool. Like, don't try to take what makes you unique away. Just do the things that will make you feel comfortable in your uniqueness mm-hmm. that's what i'll tell them no that was a beautiful um analogy i, I love how you broke it down and then i, I definitely want to know the book uh the name of that book i think um, it's a uh, hundred million, million dollar offers a hundred million dollars. okay i know he got uh, yes, two so yeah so yeah i, yeah, I, I read been, offers first so okay yeah, offers but yeah i've been i've been um following alex harmosley now um obviously somebody else put me on to him but definitely a lot of valuable information yeah, yeah, so i'm yeah. glad you said that i'm definitely gonna have to check that out yeah um like you said that was one. a beautiful way you put it together mm-hmm. so now with that being said that's what you tell a kid um i know you kind of touched on what you would tell a, a a parent like you said i know you said it was hard for you to probably like figure out how to tell them that but mm-hmm. um you did cover it so i'll just let it slide yeah um, yeah. Uh, yeah, without- it's, yeah i don't know what i would tell my parents mm-hmm. um that's what I would tell a kid mm-hmm. to do. Like that's what I would tell them. Like mm-hmm. if it was action to take, yeah, that's what I would tell them. You know, to do in terms mm-hmm. of taking action. That's because yeah. I feel like if you tell your parents something, you know, a lot of times, like it's you know, as parents, like your natural instinct mm-hmm. is to present comfort to your mm-hmm. child and not yeah. growth to your child. Correct. You want to make sure your kid is safe. You know, mm-hmm. when really like the way that you grow the most is actually removing yourself from them safe environments and taking risks. Because the biggest risk in life is not taking one at all. Mm-hmm. So. What I would tell somebody is like, all right, like, you know, if it's a kid, right, like, I'm not saying have beef with your parents, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, I would say, like, take it on yourself to, to, you know, kind of grow from the situation. Because at the end of the day, like, 
you got to live your own life. Like, mm -hmm. your parents, like, you know, for right. me, like, when I had to go to basketball camp, I, my parents couldn't answer the questions for me on why I look the way I look. Yeah. I had to, right? So because you got to live your own life, you might as well be comfortable living your own life and do what I said. Like, you know, instead of trying to make yourself, you know, the same as everybody mm -hmm. and not be unique, just be comfortable with your yeah. uniqueness. So and, that's... And that yeah. was actually the perfect answer, bro. I just want you to know, I don't think it was a wrong answer. Yeah, yeah. I can't speak for you, but yeah, uh, yeah. the fact you said that, I think that will truly help a parent or even the child that's mm -hmm. coming up that may be in the same situation or something similar. At least I think that would be a beautiful thing because you actually talking from experience. Yeah, you yeah. can actually relate. Yeah. So I, I think that's beautiful. Let's talk about um, next year's support system around you during this Thanks. time. So because obviously where you're at now mentally, you wasn't always there. Obviously, it's been a process and I'm sure it's still an evolving process. So who was like some of your main supporters around you, obviously, that never judged you? Um, and just wanted you to feel comfortable without, at the same time, making you feel, what's the word, um, not like a victim, but you know how some, without, like, pity or whatever. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, without pity. Who was some of those people, and, like, how do you feel like people could find them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like um, in, you know, I feel like, in a sense, like, for the most part, like, parents is always going to be your mm -hmm. biggest supporters. Mm -hmm. it's, at least in my situation, they knew that this was something that I had given to me that they had no control over and I had no control over. Yeah. So the only thing they could do is support, like, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and a shout-out to your mommy and pops, then. Yeah. I just want to shout-out them out, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it was like, you know, it was like some mental reframing that, you know, my mom tried to give me, like, hey, you know, your scar, like, and obviously, I, I was a kid, so I'm not, mm. I couldn't, mm. like, connect the dots. So I'm like, does this make sense? Yeah. But what she would say was, like, your scars is what make you smart. Like, you, you know, the reason why you're so smart is because you got these scars. Because mm -hmm. um, I was, like, always honor student, A, mm -hmm. B, all A's. Like, so that's that's mm -hmm. one thing that, you know, I always had going on for myself. And, like, she tried to connect the dots of, like, you know, this is what makes you, you know, mm -hmm. gifted at this, right? Yeah. So um, that that was something that she tried to do. You know how people could find that support system um man like I, I so i would have to talk to really like two different crowds like as a kid it's hard right because mm -hmm. like a lot of times as kids like you're always focused on like you know am i fitting in with this person mm -hmm. or is this person fitting in with us mm -hmm. right so it's all it's like a constant battle of judgment mm -hmm. um i would say just you know whether it's kids or adults or whatever, like just get around people that don't judge you for who you are on the outside but inside. Mm -hmm. Sounds cliche, sounds no, like random. It's, it's, it's facts, mm -hmm. bro. Like if people judge you literally, literally from like how you look on the outside, mm -hmm. it's probably not the person to be around because we all look different on the outside. We yeah. all got different skin tones, we all got mm -hmm. different eyes, we all got different lips, noses, and ears. Yep. Like literally yep. everybody looks different on the outside. Mm -hmm. So how can you judge somebody for what makes everybody different? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like externally, we can't control how we look. It's just genetics. Internally, mm -hmm. we can, we can because it's a choice. Cool. So exactly. don't judge people for their choice. Don't judge people for their appearance or genetics. Judge people for their choices. Mm -hmm. That's what I tell somebody. Nah, beautiful, bro. Yeah. Um, and with that, I want to ask. I always ask every guest this. Um, obviously your life is a prime example, so it's no wrong answer. What is evolving through experience in your own words? Evolving through experience in my own words. Mm -hmm. Um, evolving through experience. Like evolving through experiences, just just I say like it represents really. I say like I can break it down in two words: attention and intention. Mm -hmm. So I feel like evolving through experience is paying attention to the things that matter most. So attention is like a micro term. Attention means like all right, I'm paying attention. I'm focused. I'm doing what I have to do to like only like 
prioritizes one task, mm-hmm. right? So it could be in like a unit of seconds, minutes, hours, or maybe even days. But I feel like intention is like a macro term, right? Mm-hmm. Like you talk about weeks, months, years, decades, you know, centuries, mm-hmm. things of that nature. So attention and intention, always paying attention to the things that you go through, right? Going through something is experience. So paying attention, paying attention and having intention behind whatever you go through and just growing through that. So No, nah, bro, that was fire. Like in yeah. you know, every guest I ask every guest that and y'all all say it a different way, but I just love like every different analogy or have y'all express it cuz it's unique, but they all mean the same thing. That's why I say it's never a wrong answer. So I like one day I'm like I'm really going to get a clip of every guest that ever answered that question and just chop it back to back because they all mean the same thing, but uh, I think it will relate to different people different ways, bro. Um and even with that talking about evolving through experience, um I'm glad you're here because obviously you know we had a I ain't going to go into the exact details just for the sake of the time. But um, at the same time, I'm glad we spoke um, and we had uh, like a miscommunication. Um, and that's what actually led to even us like, well, we was already planning the podcast, but it was another example of evolving through experience. Like it was a miscommunication on, I get, I'm just going to say miscommunication in general, not to, like to point the finger at anybody, myself or whatever. Um, but it was just a beautiful thing that we was able to have a conversation and a dialogue after the fact and just be able to grow from it. So I don't know if you want to go into detail about it, but it's not that serious. But it's just I just want to say that was a great time of another example of evolving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, so yeah. um oh did you want to go and say anything about it? No. Okay, no, cool. No, no, no. So I wanted you to go ahead now into the to the brand. Um obviously you already told you already we know what it means now and why why you started it, but I'm gonna let you go to it go into it a little more now. Yeah, yeah. So um what what exactly about the brand like how like the start? Yeah, yeah, the start everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start okay. So yeah, start of the brand. Um I would say I've always had the like vision of having like something called scars make stars mm-hmm. um well I, I always like it's been for some time though for mm-hmm. like four years you know me like having people talk about the way i look mm-hmm. right trying to make jokes rose yeah. joan whatever words you mm-hmm. want to use so i was like all right like bet i'm gonna turn this into something big right yeah. i wanted to do youtube i wanted to like be a content creator so that was like my vision mm-hmm. so fast forward probably like maybe like four years later mm-hmm. to this year and um like I said, I started going to the gym that I go to now, Rich yeah. and Fit. Shout Mind you, them. like, only time, only, like, or not say, I won't say only reason, but main reason I ended up going to the gym because of the network. Mm-hmm. I already was, like, you know, I already, like, had certain things that I was mm-hmm. participating in, you know, high ticket sales. Like, I tried mm-hmm. drop shipping. Like, I tried wholesaling real estate, mm-hmm. sports betting, social media, and, like, all this different type of styles. Mm-hmm. So I was already, like, getting in the room, going to mm-hmm. events. Like, that's how I met the trainers, like, at an event. Yeah. Circle CEOs. So that's that's how, like, I got in the gym. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't notice was, like, I would end up finding myself and discovering, like, who, you know, I really was, like, mm-hmm. in the gym, right? Like, they took something that was already in me, which was, like, the ability to, like, be comfortable and confident with my scars, mm-hmm. and they just brought it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I tell, like, it was already in me, but they, you know, they brought was, it out, yeah. yeah, they brought it out. So, um... After, like, they really brought it out, you know, started getting in the gym, started being around people that lift me, lifted me up, started posting more content about it, mm-hmm. you know, on social media, and, like, went public, um, just started sharing my story, yeah. and then, like I said, it was about March, March 1st that I actually got laid off from um, my sales job that I had mm-hmm. coming out of college, which was last year, like, I yeah. just left college about a, a little under a year ago, Yeah. Okay. so 
I had a I had a closing role like that I already secured, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like a, a little bit later. Yeah. And I actually lost the role like it was it was really good Crazy, like yeah. you know what I'm saying like you know selling taxes right mm-hmm. like you know base like mm-hmm. you know knew the knew the founder like yeah. you know it was like really good like mm-hmm. I actually it, it I actually took it for granted like mm-hmm. knowing what I know now like, I realized I took it for granted, yeah. but just wasn't performing. You know, to the part that like my other coworker was, so mm-hmm. he ended up making changes like kind of just like that. Quickly, yeah. You know, I already had two people lined up to take my spot. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty much just like last yeah. minute, like literally no notice, like just the first of the month. It was yeah. like, all right, you're out of here. So that was kind of tough. You know, like banking on a sales job, being like, yo, mm-hmm. I can make this much, I can make this much money with this. Mm-hmm. It was like really hard for me to accept, and it was somebody that I trusted, like I actually trusted him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? going on meetings with him every day, you know, being somebody that, like, I like conversation. Like, I would tell him about ways to improve the company, ways that mm-hmm. I wanted to contribute more. So that happened. Um, you could say, like, from, you know, for, like, metaphorically, mm-hmm. it left me scarred. But, yeah. you know, I kind of just birthed the brand scars, make stars mm-hmm. from that, right? And like, I was like, all right, with my back up against the wall, mm-hmm. knew I needed to make money in some type of way. And um, I was already planning to get a new job. Like, I knew my network, yeah. you know, I knew how I could get another right. job. It wasn't anything. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to really, like, start something and grow something. Because at the end of the day, like, I realized I had nothing but time when, like, mm-hmm. I ended up getting laid off. So I was like, all right, let me use this time to just start something that is perfect for me to start right mm-hmm. now. Like, I had already been getting in the, I was already at Rich and Fit. Mm-hmm. already started posting content about my journey. Right. Back was literally against the wall. So I need some money to make anyway. So with me being in that situation where, you know, I was back back up against the wall, but also, you know, literally like growing into or evolving through my experiences mm-hmm. at the same time, decided to like say, yo, let me go, let me go all in on this brand, right? Like, right. I, I said it to myself. I was like, bro, it's no better time to start this. Because I had a vision already. Like four mm-hmm. years ago, I came up with the name. Like mm-hmm. I had to plan, I had to, like a plan for the mm-hmm. clothing brand written out already. Like, yeah. you know, what I want the slogan to be. You know, I had some designs mocked up a little bit, but I would always start, stop, start, stop. Yeah. I was like, bro, I just need to start this joint. Keep and, going. Um, I started it, bro. Never look back. Like, nah, fact. Yeah, never look back. Nah, bro, and, that, and that's, that's exactly why this aligns, bro. And I, I'm glad now we have an even more conversation. We going into more detail. Obviously, we already knew it online, like me and your brand. Um, but even with that, I'm glad you said it. Leaving that, you said well, two parts. You said you said you was honestly um, you took it for granted, and yeah, I, I appreciate the transparency because I think. Um, everybody could be guilty of that of, of, at some point of certain things in their life, whether they want to admit it or not. So I appreciate that transparency. Um, and obviously that has allowed you to grow. And like you said, meta, uh, mentally it, it left you scarred or whatever. But that again, that's just another part of your entire brand. It's not just the physical, but it's also showing those other parts. So that, that I'm glad you said that as well. Um, I want to ask you, do you, uh, so you plan on, you obviously plan on having children, obviously, correct? Yeah. Okay, cool. So now now we're talking we're gonna take it to another side just because I want people to think because now putting yourself in your parents' shoes, which you already have, how do you feel like explaining this to your child or let's just say somebody that is obviously not a parent yet, but let's say somebody that is has the experience you had and them explaining this to their child. So what do you feel like you would say to yours or what do you feel like they could say to theirs in that sense to pretty much help them to understand the situation? Yeah, what uh, what type of situation? Like, Just in the like, sense of having like having scars or whatnot, oh, and yeah. being through a car accident, whatever it may be. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I guess if I was a parent looking like, yeah, kind of mm-hmm. like kind of what I alluded to before, you mm-hmm. know, like not 
not trying to have the this instant gratification where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I'm different and now mm-hmm. I want to be you know, indifferent, so to speak. Um, but instead of trying to be indifferent, just be comfortable and confident within mm-hmm. your differences. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, getting in the gym, right? Mm-hmm. Like improving my physical appearance, Correct. my perspective around my physical appearance and improving my network, like it allowed me to be just comfortable and confident Correct. within my differences. So that's what I would tell like somebody that's like younger. Okay, Especially bet. like my own kids. No, facts, but facts. And like I said, I don't think there's no wrong answer either with that. I want to ask you this. So outside of the gym, I know we spoke about the gym a few times now. Shout out to Rich and Fit again. Um, what are some other outlets that you partake in to pretty much help you, whether that's therapy or whatever, whatever that is? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, that's a good question. Um, hmm, the gym definitely helped, you know, especially with the network. Um Bro, honestly, it's funny you say that. Uh, I'd I say, bro, like, creating content really, really helped mm-hmm. because, like, one thing that I never really accepted fully, especially, like, you know, having the scars that I have mm-hmm. is actually being photo and videogenic. Mm-hmm. I always used to, like, look to the other side, like, yeah. instead of, like, trying to show my scar, like, I would try yeah. to look to the right side instead of yeah. the left side. Um, videos, like, I, I would mm-hmm. always record videos. I wouldn't record photos mm-hmm. because, like, photos is kind of, like, similar to, you know, like the scars that I have, my scars is permanent. A mm-hmm. photo is permanent. You have a permanent frame that you see somebody with. So if you see me and it's just one permanent photo of like, okay, I'm looking at this person. He only has his scar in this place, in this photo. Mm-hmm. Like a video, you can change it around. You can move yeah. it, right? You have temporary positions. Mm-hmm. Photos put you in a permanent position, permanent Correct. frame. So I never really took photos like that. Mm-hmm. But doing social media, like it really helped me because I was mm-hmm. like, dang, like, if I'm going to post as much as I know I need to post to grow to where I mm-hmm. want to grow, which is like having like a, you know, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers, millions yeah. of followers. If I want to grow the brand that I want to have, which I, I've actually been posting content way mm-hmm. before Scars Make Stars, okay. the brand, coding gotcha. brand. You know, if I want to grow my brand overall from like a content creation standpoint mm-hmm. to the point that I know I want to, I'm going to have to post as much yeah. as I need to. And if Fact. it's showing my scars, it's what's going to happen because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I can't literally, like, every single video every day that I post. Mm-hmm. I can't, like, you know, I just got to get comfortable with yeah. people seeing it. So Embracing it. It, it did help, like, creating yeah. content, bro. Like, it really helped. No, in fact, I'm glad you said that because I always say, I, I know I said therapy, um, and I didn't want to be specific because I think therapy is a different, gym is therapy. Like you said, posting content is therapy. So I think anybody that's hearing this, they can take those different aspects and understood understand that therapy is in all these different aspects. Um, but even with that, have you ever considered going to actual therapy, sitting down with a therapist, or have you done it or considered it? Uh, in regards to like my scars, uh, mm-hmm. nah, mm-hmm. just because like, how do I, mm, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I never really considered. It. I will say, like, I don't think it ever really like came to mind, mm-hmm. right? Like, I feel like. It's kind of like, um, you know, I, I would say I was kind of like in the same boat as like somebody that, you know, has something that they didn't really like, like about their appearance, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's acne, you know, obesity. Yeah. Um, that was something that I kind of just like tried to, you know, hide and like, but no, nah, not not therapy. Mm-hmm. If I had to go back, would I have done it? Nah. Uh, Don't know. Probably not. Okay. Yeah, I probably would have done the same thing that I just did this mm-hmm. year, you know. Like, just getting in the gym. Um, you know, obviously, the network that I have, like, it's a blessing. Like, you can't yeah, really, fact. can't, you know, replicate that, duplicate that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I'd probably say just uh, just getting around, like, 
the right people. Um, I feel like fitness is a way to do that because everybody's trying to improve their physical appearance. Correct. Yeah. So it's like whether you do have acne or obesity or anything, like I feel like fitness and being active is like a beautiful way to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, like like I said, it's no wrong answer um, to anything as you just said. So I'm glad you said that. I want to go ahead and get into the uh, the custom design you made too. We could pull that out. The one you made, yes, yeah, sir. we can make that pull that oh, out too. Bro, that. Nah, for sure. Oh, nah, say less. Appreciate it. Of course, bro. <laughs> nah, facts. Yes, sir. For four years, right? You said for four years you've been. Well, how long you been doing the the how, it's four years since you started it, right? You said right. Nah, far as the, the customs. I, no, 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 bro. Mm-hmm. Like I've been doing customs for like for a while. Three months. Three months. Okay, three months. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, when you made when we made it um online, then we should have opened this before, but we're gonna keep this in there. <laughs> now you good? We we'll opening packages. You know how it be. Yeah, yeah. Yes, nah, sir. Say less. Now nah, this perfect. Yeah. We can work out in these shirts. Yeah, yeah, most <laughs> definitely, bro. Oh yeah, that's fire. It looked better than in person then when I've seen yeah. it online. So it's like, you know, you see stuff online, but then you get it and it's always better. Yes, sir. Yeah, and I love the quality too, bro. Yes, sir. Scars bro. make stars. Y'all see that? <laughs> yes, so, sir. Make sure y'all see that. Make exactly, sure y'all bro. see that. Yeah, know, bro. bro. So now I appreciate it. I'm definitely gonna um have to record some videos in there as well in the bro. shirt. Um I, any last uh things you wanna say? I'm gonna uh before and I'm gonna let you tell them your at name as well. Oh, uh, nah, man. I mean, I feel like you know, scars make stars of all the three experiences. Kind of just, you know, correlates back to the same mm-hmm. thing. You know, just taking what um, you you go through and really mm-hmm. just growing through that. So no, that's yeah, a fact. Yeah, that's what I would want to leave people with. Hey, bro. Well, nonetheless, bro, I appreciate you again coming on. Um, again, I I truly enjoyed this the story hearing it again, even in person. And I think a lot of other people is going to be able to gain from this. Um, so if y'all enjoyed another episode of Evolving Through Experience, if you're not evolving. Make sure you start today because if you're not evolving, you're dissolving. But if y'all enjoyed another episode, make sure y'all follow us. Make sure y'all check us out. Share the brand. Support the brand in any aspect that you can. It's all love. Evolving through experience. Peace.